Welcome to Story Jam. Hey, this is Stephanie Rogers. I'm the host and producer of Story Jam, a live lit storytelling and music show based in Chicago. Story Jam presents crafted personal stories and a kick-ass band playing original songs written for each story by a team of songwriters. So it's an art collective with songwriters, storytellers, musicians, comedians, and sometimes even dancers. For more about that, please visit us at storyjamshow.com. Today's podcast episode features a story by Roderick Hawkins with a song created and sung by singer-songwriter Zoe Wise. Roderick is the Associate Dean of External Affairs and Chief of Staff at Northwestern University's School of Communication. Roderick was on the inaugural list of notable LGBTQ executives in Crane's Chicago business, and he is a beloved storyteller in the Chicago community. The story that Roderick tells is from a collaborative show by Story Jam and outspoken LGBTQ stories for Pride Month at beautiful artifact events in Chicago. We'll hear Roderick's story from our live show, then Zoe's beautiful song, which was sung after Roderick's story. Now here is Roderick Hawkins, live at Story Jam. Picture it. Sicily, 2013. Well, not quite Sicily. Let's try that again. Picture it, Chicago, October 2013. I just done a panel discussion about the documentary The New Black for the Illinois Unites for Marriage campaign. The film showed how Maryland's black community was galvanized to support gay marriage in that state. I'm driving home excited about the panel discussion and looking forward to the next film screening that was going to take place a few days later at the Chicago Urban League where I worked at the time. Just as I'm heading South Lakeshore Drive, headed home, I get a phone call from my mother, Lily. It went a little something like this. Hey, son, how are you? I'm good, mom. Just finished this event for marriage equality, headed home. How are you? I'm okay. Well, I got a call from the doctor today and he confirmed my test results. I have ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Those three letters, A-L-S, devastated me. I was speechless. As the tears began to roll down my face, I thought for a moment, just turn this car over, flip it, crash it, do whatever. You don't want to be in a world without your mother. This is bullshit and fuck ALS. My mom's voice snapped me back to reality. Are you still there? I said through tears, yes, ma'am. She said, nope, no tears, no pity parties. We don't do that. I'm going to fight this with everything I've got. You hear me? I said, okay. And then she goes, well, anyway, have you bought my plane ticket to Chicago yet? Because I'm coming up for the gala next month, and I need you to buy me a new dress. Oh, and your Aunt Alice, she's coming too, so you need to buy her a plane ticket too. And as any good Southern mama's boy would do, I said, yes, ma'am. I did what I was told. I pushed through the pain, vowed to fight by her side, and I bought her and my aunt playing tickets to Chicago, and I bought her a gown for the gala. It was a black number with the arms out and just enough cleavage to let the kids know she still had it going on. <laughs> she looked fabulous that night. And the day after the gala, we had people at my house for gumbo. 
gumbo that my mama cooked in Baton Rouge, froze in Baton Rouge, shipped to Chicago for her baby to serve his friends because I don't cook. We did the same thing in 2014. She was moving a little slower then, but she still pulled it off. You see, my mother Lily was strong. She was resilient. And she was a fighter. Don't get me wrong. She wasn't like Sophia in the color purple. All my life I had to fight. I had to fight. That wasn't how she, that wasn't how she rolled. But she grew up dirt poor in rural Louisiana. Her own mother died before she was a teenager. And she didn't get to know her father well until she was in high school. Yet despite the obstacles that were faced a little black girl being raised in the segregated South, she still managed to finish high school raise two sons, marry three times, because that's her business, <laughs> change her career from food service to healthcare in her mid-40s, and remain deeply rooted in her faith, her family, and her unconditional love for her sons. My mother Lily passed down so much to me and my big brother Tony, including our love of music. You see, Mama played the clarinet in high school. Tony played the clarinet in high school and in college. I played the skin flute. No, no, no. I actually, I sing. Well, that too. Uh, back to 2013. Even though I did what my mama asked me to do and I didn't have a pity party about her diagnosis, I did sink into a depression. I was mad at the world, mad at God, and I was in denial. I felt guilty that my brother Tony had to bear the burden of caring for our mother in Baton Rouge while I was here in Chicago. You see, Lily's third husband, number three, Jerome, died of cancer just a few months before she was diagnosed with ALS. So that left Tony in the house with her to take care of everything. I fed my depression and my anger and my guilt with food, alcohol, and sex. I was a hot mess. But while I was here in Chicago falling apart, something miraculous was happening back in Baton Rouge. Even though the doctors and the research said, you've got three to five years to live with ALS, my mother Lily dug deep and found a strength that I will never know and willed herself to live longer. She even made a bucket list of things she wanted to accomplish before ALS consumed her. One of them was visiting Washington, D.C. So in 2016, we packed our bags, her cane, her wheelchair, and hopped a flight from New Orleans to D.C. We toured the White House, the Obama White House. <laughs> we also toured Congress. We saw the Lincoln Memorial, the King Memorial, the Vietnam Memorial. Now, she wasn't ready to be photographed with her cane or in the wheelchair at that point, so she choreographed everything. For example, we were in the White House doing the tour. We got to one room, and I said, Mama, you want to take a picture in this room? She said, yes, but first, get me out of this wheelchair and walk me over to that rope and stanchion and get me planted there. Put the cane behind me. Then you go stand over there and take the picture real fast, and you come back and get me before I fall. <laughs> I said, yes, ma'am, and that's how we took all of our pictures during that trip. Throughout her journey with ALS, my mom held fast to her faith. She checked me when I faltered in mine. She maintained her joy of life and her sense of humor. And she continued to love me, her out and proud black gay son, with the love that knew no bounds. When she got weaker, Lily's love got stronger. 
When her hands and arms failed her, Lily's love got stronger. When her feet and legs failed her, Lily's love got stronger. When she depended on my brother, our home health care aides, and me when I was home to take her to and from town, to feed her, to clothe her, to bathe her, Lily's love got stronger. She defied the odds. Instead of living three to five years with ALS, she made it to seven. And it was in that seventh year that I knew that she was tired and ready to go. And thanks to the pandemic, I was able to be home a lot more in 2020. That July, we had a drive-by car birthday party to celebrate her 69th birthday. The next day, we took our final photos together as a family. By October, she was in in in-home hospice care. And by November, I knew the day was coming. So I packed my things and drove down to Baton Rouge to see things through. Remember that sense of humor I talked about? Well, the week she made her final, said her final goodbye, she got in one glass laugh at my expense. She was making frequent trips to the toilet at that time, claiming she had to poop, but it was mostly gas. So one day she says to Evelyn, her caregiver, and to me, I gotta use it. And we go, here we go, to the toilet for gas. A few minutes later, Evelyn comes to get me out of my room and says, Roderick, your mom had a poop. She had a real solid poop today. Oh, my God. So I go to the bathroom with her to help clean her up and get her up. And I say, Mom, Miss Evelyn said you had a real good poop today. I'm so proud of you. Good for you, girl. Good for you. My mom looked at me from the toilet and she said with a straight face, yeah, I'm full of shit. (laughs) We all got a good laugh after that. And on Friday, December 4th, after watching an episode of A Different World, Lily took her journey to a different world. Tony and I were by her side. I've grieved a lot since her passing, but I've also been uplifted by the many lessons she taught me about life and love. Lily's lessons and Lily love will be a blueprint for me for the rest of my days, and I hope I'm making her proud. And in true Lily style, I can't wrap this up without a little levity. Since her passing, there are four things that have kept me going, helped with my healing. I call them the four C's. First C, Christ. We have our ups and downs, but I keep them close. Counseling, therapy once a week, every week. Community, my blood family and my chosen family and friends, some of whom are here tonight. And that fourth C, cannabis. Every day is a good day for an edible. (laughs) In fact, the month before she died, I was home and she was having trouble sleeping. She called me to her room and she says, Roderick, I need my night meds. I said, Mom, Tony gave you your night meds before we put you to bed. What are you talking about? She looked at me again and said, I need the night meds you brought me. I said, okay, girl. I popped an edible in her mouth and we kept it moving. Yes, I smuggled weed from Chicago to Louisiana from my mama and I'm not sorry. And there's a fifth C that every once in a while gets me through. But let's be clear. Y'all white folks say cock. I'm black. I call it what it is. Dick. Okay. So we'll say that. I stand before you tonight as someone who is still healing, still bouncing back, and still in mourning. But I'm at peace with the fact that I will miss my mother every day for the rest of my life. 
but I know that I will get through it because I have the benefit of being loved by Lily. Lily's love was steadfast, resilient, and sustaining. And no matter who you are or what you're going through tonight, I wish that same kind of love for you. Thank you. parties okay that's from Roderick's mom this is Lily's lessons ooh, ooh, ooh. she says turn that frown upside down right now and go get your mama her gala gown you gotta Stay strong against the harm And make sure your dress shows a little bit of arm And show some titty You gotta show some titty You can always change from the food industry at 40 To healthcare, you bet And when life makes you mad Just blow on something A clarinet lessons do say gay 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 do what you want with your body and show a little cleave even on a Monday or Wednesday when they said three to five years she said seven just give me my gumbo even if have to USPS it It's Lily's lessons Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah Take me on a trip Just pack my wheelchair Change your career We need you back in healthcare So pack your itinerary, Lily's Okay Cause we got 8 o'clock Obama White House Congress King Before the photo Hide my cane I don't want it in the photo White House Congress Take my picture Get the wheelchair out the frame Now wheel me over there Take my picture now please Hide my cane And show some titty Show some cleave Nope, no crying, no tears 
doesn't mean you won't have fears It just means fight with everything And you might get a few more years With the five C's You got Christ, counseling, community, cannabis, kadik Christ, counseling, community, cannabis, kadik Sing it with me Christ, counseling, community, cannabis, kadik Christ, counseling, community, cannabis, we all are full of shit. Thank you, dear listeners. Please don't forget to visit us online to find out all about our fabulous storytelling events, our retreats, and our classes. And always remember and never forget, in perpetuum storius, it means keep the stories going. See you next time at Story Jam. Check us out at storyjamshow.com.